0: Over the last few years, I've been in pursuit of happiness, and I believe many of us have, especially through these rocky road times. I've been exploring what choices led to happiness for others and what choices lead to happiness for me, and more importantly, how that happiness is sustained. It's that journey that inspired me to create this podcast. There's been no map, no guidebook that I could follow. It's been an inner journey and an experience of many environments, circumstances and terrains outwardly. I've wanted a map. I've wanted someone to come and save me and show me the way. I've wanted to come up with a recipe that can be replicated and handed out to all, especially in the current times. Last week, I attended Sue Knight's workshop your unique story for success, unraveling and discarding most of the ingredients I thought were essential in my recipe for happiness. I've taken on some truth bombs, plenty of new learnings, and that's what I hope to share in this episode to assist you in creating and choosing your new story. I cover the misinformed beliefs that haven't served me along with three foundational steps to creating a story for your new life for Choosing Happy. Join me, Heather Masters, for episode 31 of the Choosing Happy podcast. Hello and welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. I'm Heather Masters and I'm on a journey to discover true happiness, irrespective of what's happening outside of us. I explore what it is and how to choose more of it in your life. And the purpose right now is to help us through the rocky times ahead. I had a profound experience last week. In the three days while attending a beautifully curated workshop hosted by Sue Knight and Ramesh. I felt compelled to attend because I've been feeling particularly less than since Christmas, and I've been very aware that my old patterns, habits, and beliefs haven't been supporting me well through this time. And it was time to do something different to change that. Throughout December, I let go of many of my previously empowering habits, such as exercising in the morning, meditation, drinking lots of water, little things that have previously made a big difference. They just didn't feel right. Sticking to that structure didn't feel right through the close of 2021. And when I interviewed Sue in episode 29, I was really drawn to the concept of exploring who I want to be more of and what was getting in the way of that and what I would like my new story to be for 2022. My life and environment over the past few months had me living a very limited snapshot of reality. Living in the remotest village in England, keeping myself locked away not really engaging as much as I would have liked. My outlook had lost its expansiveness and openness to possibility. I think that may be a common theme for many of us as we've gone through lockdowns during the pandemic. I have been aware of my tendency to make things more difficult than they need to be. Why make it easy if you can complicate things? Why use one word if you can use ten? I was aware of my pattern for setting myself up for failure. Creating massive lists. Creating overwhelm in my own life. I wonder if you can relate in any way. During these strange and unusual times, my belief is that it's easier now than ever to get caught up in limited thinking. I love Sue's advice. Stop it. What are the lessons that I took away from the training? There was so much that happened and occurred during those three days. There was so much growth and learning and magic that occurred. Observing others, observing myself, allowing, stepping into that space of being was so, so powerful. But here are the three lessons I want to share today. Lesson number one: you can't analyse your way into being. And what I mean by that, you can't analyse your way into being present, for the act of analysing takes you out of the present moment. You can't analyse your way into being yourself. Again, that analyzing introduces judgment and doubt. And one of the very powerful rules for spirituality, for NLP, for energy, is that what you focus on is what you get. What you pay attention to is where your energy goes. So if you're paying attention to the problem or you're analysing and asking critical questions about something that you've done automatically and in flow, you remove that flow, you remove that inspired action. Lesson number two. Answer the question being asked and notice any stories that get in the way. Changing a positive answer to a negative story or excuse. What are the stories that you tell yourself? What other excuses have you rehearsed so much that they're automatic, they pop into your head when you come to answer a question or are invited somewhere. Do you automatically come up with all of the reasons that you can't? I notice myself doing this, especially as I said earlier about traveling and being open. The opportunity to travel, I could come up with loads of reasons why I can't do that. And yet, when I've been forced to travel, my world has opened up. The engagement with the people I haven't seen in months has been wonderful. I notice that I've really been restricting myself, sharing the energy. Of connectivity and communication and community. And that is the very thing that will take us forward positively through these turbulent times. That connection, that human connection, that sharing, that positivity, that community, that rising above everything to realize that the whole of humanity wants the same thing sovereignty, peace, and a planet that thrives. Lesson three, let go of the need to control and accept the perfection of your life unfolding. I've noticed that I'm even guilty of controlling the process of letting go. I don't know if you can relate to that in any way. I have a huge tendency to want to know what's next, the how of things. Let go of the how for now. The how will unfold. Holding the vision of what you want and stepping into that with all of your energy and presence and knowing that it's aligned with your truths. That's the important part. How you get there, that will unfold. As you move forward. During Sue's training, she invited guests who had transformed radically during her previous week's training and over a period of time. But the common denominator between them all was the belief, the absolute belief in the vision they held for themselves, the ability to let go of the needing to know how, just trusting that everything would unfold perfectly. What are the three positive actions you can take now? Number one, presuppose you already have it. The outcome is already complete. That's going back to lesson three about stepping into it, absolutely embracing yourself and that energy of it being done. Not just visualizing it, but feeling that it's done, knowing that it's done to your very core, that the outcome is already complete and you're on a journey of it unfolding. Number two, your power lies in the space between the stimulus and response. That's the space of choice. So, so powerful. Taking a pause rather than reacting. Tapping into your intuition, your guidance, taking a breath. Just practice noticing a situation that usually triggers you and how you usually respond. Then find at least two other more positive ways you could respond. Explore the outcomes from that. What, what results from you doing that? And notice the ripple effects on the others around you because you respond differently. You interrupt your patterns. You create a new, more positive outcome. And Number three, and I think this is really valuable to do right now, is identify in detail how you want to be, how you want your life to be. Identify the things that take you away from being in that state of living your truth, being who you are, stepping into your power. Identify more of the things that move you toward or support you in maintaining that state. So it's a daily practice. It's a daily new habit. Choose to do more of the latter, to maintain your state. Say no or let go of the things that move you away, the friends that move you away, the TV, the news. Media, whatever it is that moves you away, choose less of it. Choose to focus on more of the things that keep you there, whether it's meditation, whether it's just taking a moment to breathe into yourself, into being who you truly are. If you'd played full out and really engaged in these exercises, I am presupposing you will have a difference-making outcome for yourself, and you'll notice the ripple effect for others. I know I have. The biggest lesson? Just be it. Be present. Be it now, and now, and now, and now. Just decide. Just stop it when it comes to old patterns, and just decide. To be that new powerful version of yourself with the resilience and the humor and the energy and the positivity to achieve anything. I think a wise man once said be the change you wish to see in the world. Give yourself the permission to learn to fall, to get up again, to dance, to sing out of tune, and to find your own unique note and expression of self. Go be it. Go be you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I'd be grateful if this was of value that you share it and leave a review. Thank you for listening. I'm Heather Masters, and this is the Choosing Happy Podcast.